Hello everyone and welcome to That's the Hattrick. I'm your host Aditya Rao and on this week's episode we'll be talking about transfers because the transfer market is officially shut until the winter break and breathe because there've been some absolutely bonkers transfers that that have gone on in this window. Messi, Ronaldo, Hakimi, Lukaku, Sabitzer, um Saul, Varane, Sancho, Grealish and these are just some of the names there's so many names to unpack um and so much talent being moved around europe that it's ridiculous to even think of 1.1 billion pounds being spent by premier league teams and that is the military budget of a lot of countries and i'm not even joking when i say that um and some big big names as i said earlier you know none bigger than ronaldo and messi um and we'll start off with psg getting Lionel Messi getting getting him from Barcelona for free um getting him on you know good wages on good terms getting him into the club where he's already played with Neymar at Barcelona he's already had Di Maria as his international teammate and now with the young speedster and 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 someone whose stock is rising all the time Kylian Mbappe that attack can only mean danger for everyone not just in league 1 but in the champions league and obviously they have city in their group and to see city play psg this year will be very interesting except that that sort of quartet of attack that i just men- mentioned almost wasn't a thing because of real madrid and their interest in kylian mbappe and they were willing to go up to 200 million pounds for kylian mbappe and honestly if you have that kind of, kind of money who wouldn't um one of the best players in the world right now um and PSG saying and adamant that if he was to leave then it would only be on their terms so in the end Mbappe did not leave because i my only guess is that PSG's terms weren't met because he was looking for a move uh it didn't deter him from scoring two against Reims at the weekend uh, the same weekend that saw Lionel Messi come on for Neymar for his debut um and obviously you know Real Madrid will will continue to to grow their interest in in Mbappe uh and and sort of show up their attack you know with Vinicius Hazard and of course they have Benzema and you know obviously that French connection can also help sort of lure Mbappe um to to Spain uh, to Spain and and you know everybody there are a lot of admirers of Real Madrid and Mbappe is one of them obviously So we'll see how that pans out in December but for now that quartet of attack is still intact obviously they've not played together they've not all of them have not started together and that's because Pochettino took off Neymar during the weekend to bring on Messi so it, fans obviously neutral fans did not get to see that um but PSG on the transfer front showing up their midfield with Wijnaldum uh and you know in that midfield they have Wijnaldum Verratti um they have paredes they have ander herrera so pretty decent midfield as well and ensuring up the back with hakimi and hakimi getting his first assist uh against uh reims for uh, for mbappe so things going well for psg in league 1 especially after the crown was stolen away from them last year um but the really big question for me is the champions league and whether PSG can make use of the names they have. They have a superhuman squad. Um they have the depth that it takes to win the Champions League. Um and and they have Donnarumma as well in goal. 
the good competition for um for for Keylor Navas they have Sergio Ramos uh in the center defense defensive positions and you know the experience he brings the aggression he brings um and sometimes even the calmness he brings so if PS, PSG are the favorites to win the Champions League this season i don't know who is with that kind of squad and i could pick a best 11 right now and it would be it would be better than a lot of sort of teams of the season of other leagues in in uh, in europe so no excuses i guess for psg this year um it's and especially with mbappe staying it can only mean good things domestically and potentially in europe moving on to the premier league we'll start off with manchester united because if there was one way that any premier league club was going to top the messi transfer it was going to have to be cristiano ronaldo in about 2 days before the transfer window shut that transfer became a reality cristiano ronaldo returning home to manchester the manchester united i should be specific this time because he was linked the whole while with man city and and i'm sure a lot of you were following fabrizio romano um on twitch on twitter on facebook and every update and and there was obviously a dialogue between pep guardiola city and ronaldo and his agent mendes about a transfer uh and and that was very unclear at the moment but one thing that was clear was max allegri coming out in the press conference saying ronaldo wants to leave and he had left he left for uh portugal and in that in that sort of few hours span it, it seemed like ronaldo was headed to city and just to think of an attack of you know Bernardo Silva fellow countryman Ferran Torres um Mares uh De Bruyne you know you have Gundogan um Sterling and a newly acquired Jack Grealish for about 100 million pounds uh you know that that sort of attack just is 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 again you know on the same levels that the PSG attack is um you know extremely uh, ex- extremely exceptional so but but ultimately you know it took a few phone calls it took a few phone calls from the likes of Alex Ferguson from the likes of uh Bruno Fernandes in fact a fellow countryman from Patrice Evra um and Rio Ferdinand legends like that um to sort of persuade Ronaldo into coming back to Manchester and and once it was finally done you know it it really did feel like a deja vu uh 2003 all over again 18 years ago that he signed for Manchester United for the first time he is 36 is Cristiano Ronaldo but the sort of positivity commitment aggression he brings to any club and and his sort of desire to win trophies uh is is really important for Manchester United in this in this particular instance because they haven't won a trophy for a few years now um a Europa League final last year but since 2018 or 2017 they haven't won a trophy so ronaldo will bring that mentality and so will his former teammate and now current teammate rafa varane do the same another brilliant signing for them from real madrid for about 40 million and rafa varane was scouted by sir alex ferguson uh, when he was playing for lens in france so they finally got it done he's obviously 28 and you know at a perfect age for him to uh, sort of reach his peak as well and he's got Harry Maguire alongside him a very established center back as well so 
good center back pairing for man united and obviously varane made his debut against wolves and had a really good performance um but again as i was saying earlier that winning mentality world cup winner multiple champions league wins um super cups you know it's he has a lot uh, and so does ronaldo and so that sort of positivity can only mean good things for the dressing room um and in even the attack the intent in the transfers uh, to sort of bolster up that attack with the transfer of jaden sancho uh, who manchester united had been chasing for about a couple of years um since uh, you know beginning of last year and obviously with covid and and the sort of money that dortmund wanted at the moment at, at the time um just didn't allow the transfer to happen but he's finally here and obviously played a couple of games he's he's looked sharp but he's not he's definitely not at his at his best yet but um i'm sure jaden sancho in bundesliga form is is scary hours for for any team so big huge transfer for man united maybe the only thing they missed out on was a central midfielder um which chelsea uh got at the end of the transfer window right at the buzzer in fact um with saul niguez and i don't understand atletico madrid getting rid of one of their best midfielders uh, especially on loan and they didn't even get sort of the money for him this season so 5 million loan a uh, 5 million euro loan to chelsea um and i i just think about that midfield that chelsea has angola kante ball winner jorginho solid passer and saul the sort of hard working up and down midfielder um and you know he can play the ex- ex- exquisite pass as well and in front of them you know you could have a front three of havertz lukaku and mount uh and and you know on on certain days werner and pulisic so they have attacking options to chelsea they did ship giru um to ac milan which i think is a win for both parties uh and 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 obviously tammy abraham to roma and they made good money off of tammy tammy abraham getting 40 million uh for that transfer um and and of course you know the only question in chelsea uh, for chelsea right now is their defense but that defense is stepping up um you know with when thiago silva comes back and obviously the form that edward mendy is in um this this spells danger for for the premier league and and speaking of danger i was talking about lukaku earlier the sort of goals he scored last year in in, in for inter and in, in their sort of trajectory in winning the scudetto um was really really important for them and and you know the the quality of the goals the 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 sort of variety of goals it's we don't see that often you know the headed goals you know he he can finish with his left foot sometimes is right the sort of hold up play style he has uh, and we saw that already against arsenal he bullied the arsenal defense and uh, and played his part against liverpool as well albeit a more muted role because of virgil van dijk's influence in that one all draw but um really really important for chelsea this this transfer window and um thomas tuchel was right they are building a squad that nobody wants to play against um and 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 the same can't be said though about their crosstown rivals arsenal three defeats nine goals conceded and and they're sort of one of the bigger losers of this transfer window especially with the kind of money they spent ben white for about 50 million yes he is premier league quality he's he can play for a big six team and i'm sure he'll do wonders for arsenal but 50 million 
uh, definitely not worth that that money and kind of looking at the money that Manchester United got Varane for 40 million um so Arsenal definitely got fleeced by Brighton in that sense um they got Lokanga in midfield uh, and of course you know Willian left to Corinthians saving the club about 20 million um and and everything all their transfers so far have not been players who would get back, get them back to where they want to be which is the top 4 challenging for trophies um and i don't know if that's just the communication breakdown between the board between arteta and his coaching staff and and the people who have the pots of money but it's it's just not working for arsenal and and i know it's a, it's very early to judge all these transfers but um ben white in his first game was bullied by brentford um aerially especially uh lokanga is someone who i don't think will start every game and then you have players like uh ainsley maitland niles who wants to leave the club and get playing time amid interest from everton obviously that de- deal didn't go through but you know it just kind of shows the situation that arsenal are in at the moment and then the the form of lacazette and obamiang is is really um is really it it it's it's not great if you're an arsenal fan uh it 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 is scary bottom of the premier league most money spent in this transfer market and still at the bottom of the table obviously it's only been 3 games but it is scary to think about that prospect for arsenal right now the same can't be said about spurs though at the other end of north london spurs kept harry kane despite rumors that he would leave the either manchester club uh, especially city towards the end of the window were really interested in in kane's services and even put out a 150 million bid reportedly but you know kane uh, who did not show up for training who was injured as well for a little bit um ended up staying and and you know at least for another year harry stays he's one of their own um but i do believe that kane obviously is 28 years old now he has to start thinking about his own career his own endeavors and you know try and figure out where he can go and win trophies because he is one of he's going to be at the end of his career one of the greatest premier league strikers ever so he has to make sure that he makes it count he puts honors to his name and if tottenham is not that team then he has to he has to make that move um because he's done more than his bit um in in sort of securing that Spurs also getting rid of Serge Aurier who left by mutual consent and bringing in fullback Emerson Royal from Barcelona. So all around for uh, for Spurs uh, you know they were also linked with Adama Traore Nuno's um old winger from Wolves and and you know he's been putting in decent performances this season without avail yet for Wolves but um that that deal was you know always spoken about 40 million um and and obviously Spurs also getting rid of Moussa Sissoko uh, and he him going to Watford which I understand but I don't also understand because Moussa Sissoko is a very hard working player Liverpool getting Ibrahima Konate their their big signing of the window and and you know contrary to what people have been saying I don't think Liverpool need a lot more players they did get rid of Gini Wijnaldum to um PSG for free but 
you know, just thinking about that front three, you know, Salah, Mane, Firmino. They also have Jota who can start and Jota is a very, very useful player. Um, just that midfield, you know, with Fabinho, uh, Henderson um, and, and obviously Thiago and uh, can also slot in there. Um, and, and the back four has been stiffened up, obviously, with the return of uh, Van Dijk. And, and the Konate signing can only help Liverpool, especially when either of them are injured. So, I don't see why they need any more players. If there was one area where they would look to buy someone, maybe in the winter market, would be a, a central midfielder. And that's something a lot of other Premier League teams are looking for. Man City won huge buy with Jack Grealish. He was linked with all kinds of big teams uh, in the Premier League, uh, especially the two Manchester clubs who can afford uh, his services. And ultimately, it was City who made him the most expensive transfer in Premier League history. Um, and obviously, as I said earlier, he was linked with United. But City made the move. City uh, paid the money uh, to Aston Villa and, and got it done. And, and that's the, and he's already played uh, his first couple of games for City. He's already scored against Watford, albeit a kind of lucky finish. But we know what Grealish is capable of. He's capable of winning fouls. He's capable of winning penalties. He's capable of keeping the ball uh, on a string and, and, you know, just weaving past players. He's got great pace and he's got a very good end product. So, good signing for Pep and obviously he's going to start most of the games. There's a lot of contention in, uh, for starting places in that City front line, especially with, uh, uh, you know, the likes of Sterling, Mares, uh, Bernardo Silva, De Bruyne, of course, when he's back, uh, Gundogan, uh, Gabriel Jesus, who's played on the right side, uh, Ferran Torres, and now Grealish. So, big names up there. And, and, and obviously, City did not get Ronaldo as their number nine. But Ferran Torres, I think... Um, can do that false nine sort of job. He's a very useful player when he starts every now and then for City and, and it can only get better for them. And, and and keeping Ruben Diaz, you know, renewing his contract is also good news for them. Very solid central defender for them. And and so City, as much as people would say they needed a couple more signings, I don't think they did. They, did, they have a very strong and, and deep squad um, as well. Moving on to La Liga, interestingly, Real Madrid, we'll start off with Real Madrid, obviously, they lost Rafa Varane, they lost Sergio Ramos in the same window, they two stalwarts in defence for the last few years, um, but they did bring in David Alaba from Bayern München, and, and you know we know what Alaba is capable of, um, he's played in left back, he's played in centre mid, he's played in central defensive midfielder, he's played as um, a right back and a centre back during his time at Bayern. Um, and he can play in a back three as well. Uh, so, that sort of versatility is what Real Madrid need. Uh, and of course, David Alaba is an experienced old fella. Uh, and, and you know, he is a very, very solid defender. Doesn't commit into challenges unless he knows uh, he can win them. You know, obviously, uh, him and Sergio Ramos' personalities are completely opposite. But the same sort of winning mentality uh, exists in both of them. And you can see it in the kind of honours that Alaba won in Germany. Um, and then towards the end, they brought in Kavaminga uh, from Ren, the, the highly touted midfielder uh, who was on the radar of Chelsea. 
PSG and Manchester United as well. Um, so good signing for them, 30 million. Uh, you know, and and under the sort of Madrid uh, coaching, he can only get he can only get better. The the window would have been a lot more better for Real Madrid if they'd got uh, Kylian Mbappe. Um, probably would have been the story of the transfer market. And I know I'm saying that in a window where both Ronaldo and Messi moved. Um, but, you know, Mbappe, just the sort of future he has ahead of him and, 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 the, and the sort of blistering pace and, and finishing ability he has, uh, it would have just made Madrid instant La Liga contenders. Uh, Atletico Madrid, getting rid of Saul, I don't understand that. Um, as I said earlier, you know, one of their best midfielders and the ability he has to find a pass, um, very hardworking midfielder, you know, obviously... When, when they used to play him and Koke together um, back in the day. Um, very, very solid midfield. Um, but now they've gotten rid of him for 5 million on a loan. And, and you know, with the option of 40 million next year. And he's only 26, so I don't understand why Atletico Madrid loaned him out. Um, but they did bring in Suarez, obviously, from Barcelona last year. And, and you know, they're the... The champions now in Spain, and they've done Barcelona again by by signing Griezmann on loan right at the end of deadline day. Griezmann, who went to Barcelona for about 120 million euros, now coming back on loan. And Atletico Madrid really know how to get business done with Barcelona. We saw it with Ada Turan uh, in the past. We saw it with uh, obviously Suarez getting him for very cheap. And now finally, Griezmann, who they did sell for a big sum of money and got him back. So if if Barcelona's financial troubles are a thing, um, half of that reason might be because of Atletico Madrid's uh, smart business transactions. Moving on to Barcelona, actually, you know, obviously Griezmann moving. Um, you know, they did bring in Memphis Depay uh, from Lyon. Good signing. I think Depay was underused at Manchester United and he sort of fulfilled a certain amount of potential at Lyon. But now it's another step in his career, um, moving to another big league in, in, in La Liga. And uh, he's already hit the ground running with, with goals, especially in preseason and now in La Liga. Um, and, and, I can, and I only think he's going to get better under a Dutch manager, Komen. Um, but that front three, again, it's going to be uh, a little bit difficult without Griezmann. Um, you know, obviously, financially, I can understand why they wanted to get rid of him. Uh, but, you know, they brought in Luke de Jong, who I don't think is Barcelona caliber at all. And you think about the other attacking options. have Obviously, Ansu Fati is going to be really, is going to be a really good player in the future. But this Barcelona team is slowly losing its sort of stamp of um, the sort of seal of La Masia, of of excellence, if you will. Um, and, the, and that sort of started with Real, Lionel Messi leaving. And and we know what a torrid time the board was having. We know what a torrid time financially the club is having in general. And and I think this is going to be the case for another couple of years, especially the kind of transfers they make. All going to be low-risk, uh, medium-yield, if you will. Um, and Barcelona has a lot of transfers to... To do and work on um, to sort of get back to the squad depth that they were at, um, you know, when, even when they won the Champions League a few years ago. Um, 
so in that sense uh, barcelona is really lacking at the moment and you know as i said the messi transfer is not just um the player leaving but also with him that winning mentality that that sort of era the messi era himself that he created and, and this is a time for change in in catalonia juventus you know obviously they lost ronaldo to manchester united um but you know losing their first game against empoli definitely doesn't help them in in trying to get that scudetto back from inter um so not a, not a great start to proceedings obviously allegri uh did come out and say that you know juventus has to move on in the transfer market whether ronaldo stays or not the club's always bigger but you the juventus will look to replace um ronaldo's attacking prowess probably in the december market it, it, he left at a very late period and um obviously did not help them and in in you think about it um there were rumors of robert lewandowski leaving fc bayern uh earlier on this this window and and you know city were linked and obviously um juventus would be a big name to be for him to be linked to if if there was a if there was a materialistic opportunity for for juventus but ultimately they'll have to live without ronaldo for a bit but i'm sure they'll be in the market for another attacking player um in december moving on to roma they got um tammy abraham obviously from chelsea and he's already made his impression um you know couple of assists in his first game and and that's the thing about tammy abraham he he can he can provide you with um really cut sort of cutthroat finishing uh, in front of goal he's very accurate um but also he can he's a playmaker he can hold up the ball really well and he has very good aerial ability and and under someone like jose mourinho uh that can only sort of improve if you will so good buy from roma there uh they did ship uh, pedro to lazio the former um chelsea and barcelona winger um which i think is a win for both teams as well in and in fact inter milan um getting edin jago uh in in place of romelu lukaku and you know a lot of inter fans would think you know that this is looks like it's a sort of subpar replacement for someone like Romelu but uh, Jeko is even at his age uh is is an absolute sniper of a striker he's scored against France in the friendlies um and and he's already scored for Inter as well so good signing for Inter and and especially after a window where they thought they would lose both Martinez and Lukaku uh so to hold on to at least Martinez is uh is is good business from them and they'll be able to spend the money they 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 got from Chelsea in the future as well next moving on to Bundesliga um FC Bayern of course Nagelsmann uh has you know tapped into his old team and said hey you know we want a couple of players from you and and one of them was Dio Topamecano for about 48 million um good signing uh very very highly touted defender um you know was linked with moves to liverpool especially when they had the center back injury crisis psg um you know before they got ramos and you know when kimpembe and marquinhos and the like were injured manchester united um to replace lindelof and and now he's finally gone to fc bayern um and leipzig lose out to their sort of bigger rivals 
the newer bigger rivals in in the south again in germany um and obviously nagelsmann's coached upamecano before so this can only be a good thing for him uh, it'll be a chance for him to improve and and especially to bring someone like upamecano in after losing alaba is is a good sort of strengthening to the fc bayern defense and and looking at their uh, midfield you know it's going to be bolstered by Marcel Sabitzer the 27 year old Austrian who's also coming in from Leipzig um and as i said earlier Bayern continue to fleece their Bundesliga um rivals but but you know the thing about Sabitzer I like is a very solid player he's he's a leader uh, he's got leadership qualities can really command a game and he can control a game pretty well uh and he's only 27 so Bayern have found a really good player for their for their midfield as well um and and of course Lewandowski is staying at least for now which is which can only mean good things for Bayern and he continues to find the back of the net for Bayern as he normally does so that's the sort of round up from the european transfer market um really really interesting window as a certainly huge names going here and there in in the leagues uh, obviously there were some other notable transfers and transfers that didn't happen you know donny van der beek uh, his agent has been very vocal about him leaving manchester united obviously i spoke about maitland niles earlier not getting his move um and you know rashika moving to norwich um there was a potential move for tart cantwell to the everton obviously that, that didn't work out uh Everton themselves um getting a couple of players um and and you know obviously this window is 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 told us that you know in this crazy world we live in the sort of money that can be spent on players is can never be an underestimated um and, and you know especially after the fo- sort of football economy is bouncing back uh after covid um it's it's really interesting to see and who would have ever thought that they would see Messi and Ronaldo move in the same window and potentially Mbappe uh to add to one of those transfers that didn't happen but the clear winners from this window are PSG uh in France i would say Atletico Madrid uh for fleecing Barcelona again uh Bayern Munich uh taking away a couple of major pieces from Leipzig's puzzle uh Manchester United for bringing back Ronaldo and bringing a winner center back in Varane and 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 Sancho as well um and of course they got rid of Daniel James uh for 25 million so that's good business for them that's good win for Leeds as well uh and I think Chelsea as well for stiffening up their midfield and bringing in uh, an old man um, uh, bringing in the former Lukaku as well so good business all around but if you're Arsenal um you know you won't be smiling if you're barcelona for instance you'd be questioning some of the moves that your club has made if you're juventus not able to uh, replace ronaldo in of course albeit in a short period of time um but those are the sort of winners and losers of this transfer season and we'll, we'll get more of this in december i'm sure the the moves of all these big players definitely will have ramifications for the coming few transfer windows and it can only get a lot more interesting for fans like us and that's it for this episode thank you so much for listening i'm your host atya rao and again uh thanks for listening to that sahatrick have a good day